got clarity on where you want to go, right? And you've got clarity on and you understand what it means to love yourself and how how you can uh, show yourself love to get to that place. And next important part is well, how do you distribute your activities and time to get there, right? Because this is Henry Vargas, and I want to thank you for watching and welcome you to the Henry's Lava Podcast, where we help entrepreneurs go from feeling frustrated, overworked, and unfulfilled to applying in a very practical way love so that they can live a life and have a business that is full of meaning, creativity, and endless growth. Again, this is Henry Vargas, and I want to thank you for taking the time to watch this podcast. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about my personal transformation and a little bit of the history behind Henry's Lab, the brand. So just so that you are aware, I'm Henry Vargas. Obviously, as I mentioned, I'm the host of this podcast. Where also the I am also the business development end of Henry's Lab, the brand where we offer done-for-you marketing services. We offer business coaching. Uh, I'm available for speaking engagements, which is something that's just I'm getting into now. But I tell you, I have a great passion for it, and, and I really love speaking and communicating. Um, but then we also offer the Master Your Message Challenge to help you perfect your messaging so that you can communicate effectively and efficiently in any area of your life. So before we continue, I'm going to go ahead and give you a, a definition or the meaning behind the name Henry's Lab. Henry obviously is my name, but you'll see in a moment why that's the least important aspect of this whole brand. And then a lab is a place of development, of creation and development, right? So in this name, Henry's Lab, this brand is also an acronym that stands for Love, Arts and Business. And so Henry actually means master or king of the house. So Henry's lab actually represents, it is the king's place of creation and development whose core ingredients are love, arts, and business. And who is the king? Well, the king is Jesus. Now, relax. This is not a religious podcast at all. Just giving you an idea of the foundation from where I am coming from, right? So this is the king's place of creation and development whose core ingredients are love, arts, and business. Let me know what you think about the name and, and, and that little brief meaning behind it in the comments below. And so now let me go ahead and give you a little bit of a backdrop, a little bit of the story behind Henry's Lab, the brand. Okay, So travel with me, if you will, nearly three decades back when I was about six years old. Um, my parents unfortunately divorced when I was that age. And for some reason, the lawyers actually thought that I had the mental capacity or the mental wherewithal to make the decision of which parent to go live with. Now, leave a comment below and let me know if you think that a child at six years old would have the mental capacity to make such a life-altering decision. Now, I'm not mad at the decision, I'm not mad that it happened, but it worked out how it worked out, and I'm very glad because it helped me be who I am today. Now, I chose to go with my father, obviously, because every young boy wants to follow in his father's footsteps. So about a year later, my dad remarried, and uh, he became a Christian, and uh, I followed his footsteps, even though I didn't really have a personal experience and again this is not a religious podcast this is just giving you a little bit of the foundation from which so that you can understand the point from which i operate so um i didn't have a personal experience right of so, uh, myself so uh fast forward maybe another year and we had moved out uh from the city of lancaster city which is where i, I grew up and where we were living and we my dad moved out to we moved out to york pennsylvania which is a more rural area more countryside I remember it was a beautiful, some of the best times in my life were at that house. We had an acre and a half backyard. Um, it was a beautiful brick house. We had a, you know, a massive front yard as well. And there was even a creek that uh, would run, that ran right by the house and I'd go fishing. I remember some of the days fishing there with my grandparents and with my grandfather. It was some of the best times in my life, right? 
Now, um, unfortunately, um, because we had moved so far away, which is about, about an hour and a half away from the city, which is where my mom was living, um, the agreement was that I'd spend the week with my dad and on the weekend I'd go and visit my mom. Now, because we had moved so far away and because we had now became Christians, right, and so part of that requirement uh, is, right, is that we go to church every Sunday. And so I was really, I ended up only seeing my mom for a few hours on Saturdays because I'd be picked up again to get ready to go to church on Sunday. Now, uh, my dad has always been a very hard worker and, I, and I'm very grateful for him exemplifying what it is to be, you know, a hard worker and be responsible financially. Now, unfortunately, he was a truck driver, so he was on the road most of the time. And so I didn't really spend a lot of time with him growing up. But, uh, and as such, you know, when he would come home, as most truck drivers, you know, they're very tired from being on the road. So he'd want to rest for the most part while he was at home. So even though he was there, he wasn't necessarily the most available. And my dad is wonderful. I have a great relationship with my dad now and as well with my mother as well. So no hard feelings there, right? Um, however, one night, I remember since we had became Christian, I understood that one thing that we had that we did was communicate with God through prayer, right? Because He would answer to His children. Now, uh, so one night it was—I believe it was in August. It was, and it's interesting because I remember the time. It was about seven forty-five at night, and I probably remember that because I probably went to sleep around eight or nine at that time. Because again, I was very young, probably about ten years old now at this time. And I remember kneeling down by my bed and saying, "God, you know." Um, I miss my mom because, like I said, didn't see her very often. Didn't spend a whole lot of time with her. Um, I said to God, I said, I don't like my dad's wife because, honestly, I never really got along with her. Um, and I said, show me heaven. If you don't want to lose me, show me heaven or show me hell. Now, the good thing about our Father in heaven is that he understands what his children mean, even if we don't say things correctly. Uh, right? And so he understood it. What I was saying uh, was that I, was, I needed to be affirmed because... All children that come from broken homes suffer the same things, you know, insecurities, why don't they love me, what did I do wrong, why, why isn't my, my mom here, etc., etc., why is my dad here, etc. These are issues that all people who come from broken homes go through, and some even who don't come from broken homes suffer oftentimes very similar um, issues. And so what God the Father understood that I was saying was I needed to be affirmed, I needed to be enveloped in love, I needed to be uh, reestablished in my identity. And understand that I was just that I was loved, right? That it wasn't my fault that I wasn't doing anything necessarily wrong. It was just the circumstances that life had handed to me, right? And so, um, understanding that, as I kneeled there, I felt the inclination to look up. And I'm going to give an abbreviated story. I've already shared this story on a previous video on my YouTube channel um, and on, on Facebook. Uh, you can look for that up. Look that up if you desire to know the full in detail story. Um, but basically, for for a summary's sake. Um, I felt the inclination to look up. I looked up and and to describe what I saw was amazing. It was more than what I saw though was what I felt, right? I felt the embrace of the Father. I felt the perfect acceptance. I felt the unconditional love of God the Father, right? And what happens is when you understand that you are loved, a lot of those issues that we deal with, particularly as men, um, go away because once you know that you are loved then you know that you are accepted for who you are and that gives you the ability to be able to accept who you are at the moment but yet still want to desire to become better than who you are at the time so um i lowered my head and there's there's a whole other side to this story that um i'd love to share in another video or you can look up in the previous video 
but that's that I, lit, I lowered my head and said okay guys you know you don't have to worry about it. it was me i believe me because it was a very real experience where i saw um as the book of revelations talks about you know um the new jerusalem is surrounded with a with a gate with a wall uh, and each and there's 12 entrances uh, and each entrance is um a single gate made of a single a, a gate made of a single pearl that shines white right it shines brightly and that's what i saw and i stood there in awe for a few, I don't know how long it was, maybe a few minutes, maybe a few seconds. But I lowered my head and said, okay, God, I believe you. And you know, I, 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 you don't have to worry about losing me. So at that moment was the first experience I really had with the love of God, the love of the Father, personally, in such a tangible, manifest way. And so that taught me what it felt like to be loved and accepted, right? So now fast forward about 10 years or so, 12 years or so, I'm about 22, 23 years old. And I started working for one of my mentors whose name was Myron Golden, which if you haven't heard of him, I highly suggest you look him up on YouTube and follow his stuff. He's got great teachings as far as business and a scripture. Um, and so I started working with him in his business. And he had just recently bought a house, so he converted his old house into the workshop, right? So I was renting a room from him at his old house. And one night, about two or three o'clock in the morning, I like to say that the spirit woke me up Spirit of God woke me up and said, I want you to do a study or compelled me to do a study on what many Christians call the chapter of love, which is 1 Corinthians 13, verses 4 through 8, where it describes seven words used to describe what love is. And real quick uh, caveat, you need to understand that love is the same love. There is only one love and it's the love of God, right? It's the, which is the origin of love. Now, what might change is the context and the intent with which we express that love towards others. And again, I did a video on that as well. You can look that up on YouTube. Um, the only thing that changes is the context and the intent, which is the same love that, that exists. It's only the context and the intent. The context and the intent is it changes, right? So I did a study on those words, and from there was birthed a book that I had called, you know, Guilty of Love, The Seven Undeniable Evidences of True Love. And that book is not available anymore on the internet right now. Well, it might be. I don't think it is, though. Um, if you'd like some more information on that, you can just message me and, and I'll see if I can get that to you. Um, but from that, that was supposed to be the launching point of my career as a speaker, as an author, etc. Unfortunately, post that writing of that book, I made some other decisions that led me down some other paths, uh, another opportunity for work, um, etc. Um, and so the following 10 to fit about 10, 15 years, um, there was different work opportunities and I actually had the opportunity to move to Colombia, South America. That's where my parents are from. And actually, I just moved back a few months ago, but I'll tell you the details of that in just a moment. And while I was there, while I was working um, for a while with a company that had actually uh, invited me to go there, <laughs> during that time frame, several things happened that, again, picked away at my confidence, picked away at my self-esteem, picked away at my identity and in my belief in myself. Now. So there were several things that happened, you know, uh, several big opportunities that were presented to me and or that I created that were not simply taken advantage of. And so obviously, if you have something, if you are trying to contribute something, right, and what you are giving, what you are, going, what you are desiring to contribute is taken for granted or belittled, then obviously that, that picks away a little bit at your confidence and, and your identity, right? So needless to say, uh, that happened. Uh, but then... A few months ago, I moved back to the States, and the first thing I did was Google my former uh, mentor, Myron Golden, who again, 
look him up m-y-r-o-n golden um your life will be transformed watching his stuff and so i found out that he had become youtube famous if you will because he apparently now one of the top business consultants in the world and so i got plugged back into his content started um, watching his videos and, and some of his, and his teachings and was able to get reaffirmed again in who god has said i am right and not only that a couple about a month uh, about a month ago a month and a half ago he hosted his first live event again um in-person live event after two years because COVID had closed things down um, and it was amazing it really accelerated the, the retransformation and from that again was rebirthed this brand henry's lab and so that's kind of the backstory of uh, the brand now with that said i'm going to share with you now the three secrets to creating a personal transformation that you started watching this video for right this podcast for so it's three separate things or strategies if you will that you need to apply it's three secrets but they work harmoniously right so the first one that you need to, to work on is what i call clarity for conquest and collaboration and so we as we as humans exist on three planes of existence right the spirit the soul and the physical and so it's important for you to get clarity on all three of those planes one so that you can conquer your life and, can, and get to the all the goals and the desires and manifest you to accomplish what you want to do the impact you want to have in this life but then that's what that's where the clarity for conquest comes from but it's also clarity for collaboration because once you have that clarity right you know who you can add value to and who can add value to you in a collaborative effort that's not to say that the people who fall outside of that aren't valuable they are but they are of value to people who are in whose whose clarity and whose uh, life is in line with those other aspects so you got to get clarity on your spiritual plane, on your soul plane, and on your physical plane. And, and I'm going to give a brief discussion of what that means here. I'm not going to go too in-depth. I'll do that in another in another podcast. So clarity for conquest and collaboration. First, you got to get clarity on your spiritual plane. On the spiritual plane, you have to get real clear on what your morals, ethics, and beliefs are. Because if you aren't clear on that, then internally you're going to have uh, incongruency because you're not going to know you're not going to be able to have harmony in with yourself with your desires with your goals and much less with collaboration and other efforts and particularly uh, business or romantic partnerships because if you don't know what's clear what's right for you you don't know what your standards are then there's going to be inconsistency between your words and what you do and that's going to that's going to come across in all of your interactions because it's going to be an energy that you're that you're giving off that says i don't know who I am, I don't know what I am, I don't know why I'm here or what I believe. So, um, and people, that's in, that creates insecurity in the minds of the people that you speak to because it, their spirit can pick that up that you don't have that clarity. And so since you don't have clarity, you don't know what can be consistent or congruent with what your beliefs are. So it's very important to get clear on your spiritual pain, which is, consists again of your morals, ethics, and beliefs. You want to get clear on your spirit, on your soul plane, which is where your your intellect and your emotions exist and the will is you know the the action caused from the intellect and the emotions so here's what you want to do you don't want to have you don't want to put an overemphasis on intellect you don't want to have an overemphasis on emotions you want to be balanced and they both need to be submitted to your spirit right so that's why the spirit is having such clarity that's why it's first because then your emotions and your intellect can fall in line with what your beliefs are okay and you want to get clear on that because then you will know who can be compatible with you now I'll get to that in a second 
And the third plane of existence is your physical, the physicality, right? Or the natural realm. You want to get clear on the lifestyle that you want to live, whether it's an active lifestyle, you want to be traveling a lot, or you want a person, maybe you're more of a person who likes to stay in one place and, you know, set, set up, set fruits, if you will, in one place and live there for a long time. You want to get clarity on that because if you don't know the type of lifestyle you desire to live, then you don't know what your goal is. And, you know, like they say, if you don't know what your goal is, you'll miss it every time, right? So you want to get clear on that, whether that's, that's you know, nutrition, whether that's, you know, physical activity, uh, all those aspects, right? And so you want to get clear on that so that you can be congruent with your actions. And the second secret that I'm going to share with you in a second, um, it's important. You can't apply, you can't execute on that secret until you've gotten clarity on these three planes of existence, right? And so you get clear for congruency, for your conquest of your own life, and then for collaboration, because now you can evaluate uh, the relationships that are going to come into your life or that, that you're going to allow into your life so that they are so that there's congruency in those relationships on all three planes of existence right now once you've gotten clear on that then you can move on to the second secret for your personal transformation or what i call which are these seven steps to your personal transformation or what i call how to love yourself right and these are the evidences of undeniable love that you need to learn to express to yourself first because again if you don't know how to love yourself then you can't love anybody else so the first thing is discipline right and i'm going to go through them kind of quickly because again i've already done a video on this and i'm going to do another one in the future uh, where we go more in depth but um, the first one is discipline right and, and, and discipline has two sides of it really the, i guess more the accurate word would be self-control because having self-control means two things one it means doing everything that needs to be done with excellence when it needs to be done even if you don't feel like it and nobody's watching right i'm going to say that again because it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a mouthful Self-control is a, it's doing what needs to be done when it needs to be done with excellence, even if you don't feel like it and nobody is watching. But then the other side of the self-control is not doing anything that's going to sabotage or throw you off course. Right? So they're both aspects of self-control and it's very important. And again, if you don't have clarity on where you want to go, then you don't know what you need to do and you won't know what you can't do. Right? So it's very important to have that clarity. The second uh, step to your personal transformation is being useful for yourself, right? Useful to yourself as well as to others. But again, we're talking about creating your own personal transformation. So you have to be useful to yourself in the sense that, you know, no one wants your desires for you more than you do. So you have to learn the necessary skills. You have to develop uh, the new, um, learn new things, right? New, new, um, attain, get new perspectives. You need to really need to evaluate yourself and see what paradigms thoughts and perspectives you have that aren't going to serve you and remove them and fill that fill your mind with a new uh, perspectives that are going to serve you in the accomplishment of your goals in your life right so you want to be useful for yourself third you want to be righteous and now don't get scared off again this is not uh, some religious podcast when all that righteous means is loving what is right and what is right well, right is anything that produces, prolongs, and protects life. As long as you want to be able to celebrate your successes, you want to be able to, um, you know, celebrate the successes of others as well. And you don't want to, you don't want to gain through uh, bad means, right? You don't want to take advantage of people. You want to do things correctly. You want to do things the right way because that makes that that is going to help you and progress a lot faster. 
And then the fourth thing is you want to be trustworthy. Now, this is one of the harder ones for a lot of people because you've heard every lie you've ever told, right? And you've broken your word to yourself so many times that you can't even count. So you have to become the person that you can trust in your own word, that you do what you say you're going to do, right? And you say uh, that you do what you say you're going to do so that you can start believing in yourself, trusting in yourself more. And what's going to happen as a consequence of that is that people are going to be able to trust in you more because your word is going to become your bond. That's something that's not seen too much anymore. It used to be, you know, the high standard that your word was your bond and you could make agreements and contracts just off of somebody's word. Uh, but not too many people do that, can do that anymore. You need to become someone who, who, who fulfills your word, right? Particularly to yourself. And once you do that, then others will be able to trust in you more and you'll be presented with greater opportunities, right? So that's that's trustworthy. The fifth one is you want to be positive. And this is absolutely important because you want to have a positive expectation for what's going on in your life. You want to you expect that what you want to happen is going to happen now. Part of positivity is preparing for the worst. Now, it seems kind of, um, you know, um, contradictory, but it's not because you have, you focus on the positive and you expect the best, but you also prepare for the worst because you're, you're big picture positive, but you're detail negative. And what that means is that you, you prepare, you know, you expect to have the greatest, the, the great result, the quickest that you can, but you prepare yourself so that in any negative scenario that should happen or, or any contradictory scenario that should happen, you are at least prepared and can be positive because you've prepared yourself to face that even though it wasn't exactly what you wanted to do. So you have to focus on the positive aspects of everything. And the law of polarity says there's a positive and a negative of everything, right? One of the law of thermodynamics is that for every action, there is an equal and greater reaction. So you have to understand that where you focus on is very important. So it's important that you keep a positive expectation, that you uh, affirm yourself positively in what you are going to do, and you affirm yourself positively in the purpose that you are pursuing. Right? So positivity is absolutely essential. And not only that, but as you become a more positive person, people are going to be drawn to you as a magnet because positivity, because the world is full of people trying to tear people down and full of negativity. Now, I'm not talking about being naive and not thinking things don't need to happen. Think negativity doesn't exist. It obviously does, but that's why we focus on the positive with the expectation that the positive is going to happen, but we prepare for the worst because as we were prepared, then we can continue with positivity because we know that this negative issue is not the end of the world and we can still surpass it because we've prepared, right? So that's the fifth thing. The sixth thing is you want to be perseverant. Now, perseverant is one of my favorite um, aspects about this for personal transformation because I like to use this word picture that helps describe it very easily, right? So imagine with me for a second that you and I are going, uh, we're gonna go camping, we're gonna go on a road trip, right? Let's say we're starting here in South Florida or in Central Florida, and we're gonna go, let's say, we're gonna go to the Grand Canyon or to Yellowstone National Park, which is like all the way on the other side of the US, right? So we're starting, we're driving, and we're having a good time. We're driving because we wanna make some stops and see some of the other places as well. Let's say we get three quarters of the way there. Let's say we get halfway there. And then in the road that we're taking, that we're traveling on, at that moment, there's a big boulder in the middle of the road. What do we do? What, what would you say if I say, hey, you know what? You know, uh, looks like we got a boulder in the road. Let's, we're going to just have to go back to Florida. Comment below what you would respond to me. Perseverance is not going back to Florida. Perseverance is finding an alternate route, whether that's around it, whether it's underneath of it, whether it's above it, or even 
going right through it. The point of perseverance is that you have your end goal or your end destination and you understand that it's not going to be a perfectly straight line. You're going to have to pivot. You're going to have to make changes. But having that perseverance is the decision to see it through, even if you have to make changes on the route that gets you there. Right? But you want to make sure that you're continually pursuing that. Because we all know that, you know, as my mentor Myron Golden says, that, you know, um, dis disruption follows intention, right? So anytime you decide on doing something, you, you set your intention, there's going to be disruption, there's going to be obstacles, there's going to be things that are going to try to throw you off of that decision. Well, perseverance is pursuing that decision even despite those problems, right? So that's very important. So that's the sixth aspect of the personal transformation and how to love yourself. You want to be perseverant. And then the last one and the seventh one is you want to be protective. And what that means is you have to protect your mind, you have to protect your heart, and you have to protect your physicality, right? And you have to protect your spirit on all three planes. And so being protective is part of, again, that, that righteousness because you want to pursue and be able to have the boldness to protect your mind, to protect your, your, your heart, protect your spirit, to protect your physicality. Whereas, you know, if, if things were to happen and there was a negative situation or an act of violence occurring around you, part of being righteous is, is protecting that life, it's protecting life, right? And that includes your own. Now, you're not going to protect your life to the, to the um, harm of someone else, another innocent, but you are you have to make the decision that, you know, you are going to be a change, you're going to be an actor, for you're going to be a proponent for positivity and a proponent for life, which means if there's a, an evil source or a negative source acting wickedness, then you, if you have the ability, it's in your capacity to make the decision to develop the skills to protect life. You want to protect your mind because, again, everybody's got negative opinions. Society's got negativity all around us. The news is nothing but a constant bombardment of negativity. And so you want to protect your mind. You want to protect your emotions. You don't invest your heart, your emotions in, in people or places that aren't in line with your clarity um, because that's obviously going to cause conflict internally. And that's going to cause chaos and disorder and it's going to throw you off. And then you want to be protective of, of, of your spirit as well because your spirit needs to remain intact as far as your beliefs, you know, your, your morals and your ethics. So these seven steps or these seven secrets or these seven keys, evidences of love, how to love yourself and the seven elements of a personal transformation again are self-control, useful, righteous, trustworthy, positive, perseverant, and protective, right? And now, now that you've understood that, right, the first part of this assignment for getting a personal transformation is getting clarity, right? Getting the clarity for conquest and collaboration. You know, you want to execute the seven signs of person, of, of loving yourself, right? And then you want to execute this, what I call human time zones. Now that you know, you know, you've got clarity on where you want to go, right? And you've got clarity on, and you understand what it means to love yourself and how how you can uh, show yourself love to get to that place. The next important part is, well, how do you distribute your activities and time to get there, right? Because obviously you can't actually manage time because time is consistent. It's always changing and it always passes. But you can you can manage your activities within time. I have this concept called a human time zones, right? We as humans have seven category of activities that we need to feel fulfilled and to actually um, continually maintain health and grow. And so those time zones are sleep time, or the sleep zone, the meal zone, the wealth creation or work zone, the learning zone, the application zone, and the uh, 
um, social zone and the physical zone. And that's what the other one was, right? So you want to make sure that you are distributing your time, uh, your activities in the same, we've all got the same amount of time. We've all got 24 hours, right? And it's up to you to decide how many hours you distribute to sleep. And then from there, calculate how much time you're going to um, contribute, how much time you're going to attribute to each of the time zones. Sleep is, we don't, as humans, we don't, I'm not going to go too much into detail on this because I'm going to do another training, another, another podcast about this. But you want your sleep time, six to eight hours. Your meal time, you know, it, that includes everything that has to do with prepping, cooking, groceries, etc. Your wealth creation or work time, which should be your greatest time if you aren't currently financially independent, uh, financially independent. Um, the and you need if you have a job right now, you want to work towards creating, towards doing. You have to do your work, but then you also have to spend time, which you have to take from some of the other time zone activities, from some of the other time zones to start creating wealth for yourself because you want to be independent financially, right? Then the physical time is obviously anything related to, uh, you know, your physicality, physical activity, whether that's lifting weights, whether that's just playing sports, whether it's yoga or whatever you do. Um, you want to have time creating resistance to your physicality because that's how we maintain growth, right? You, you, whatever, if we don't have resistance, then you know, in life, we are either growing or decaying. We're either progressing or regressing. There is no stagnant point. So you're either moving more towards life or you're moving more towards death. And a key important aspect to that is physical resistance and physical training of some sorts. Uh, then you have your learning zone, which is where you learn new skills and abilities, skill sets and knowledge. You have the practical time or the application time, which is where you're going to apply what you've just learned. And then you've got the social time which is obviously time spent with social activities you know sharing with people family friends etc and understand these are, do not have to be exclusive to one another meaning you can only do one of these activities at each time in fact it's best if you can incorporate um, several of them together like if you can incorporate social time for your physical time uh, get a group of friends together to play sports get a group of friends together in your learning time and learn something now it's very important that if you decide to incorporate socializing with some of your other activities, that the people who you're going to include into your circle be as committed to the growth and change as you are, because if not, then that's just going to create some chaos, and you know, and it's not going to, it's not going to be, um, it's not going to facilitate your growth. It's not going to be helpful to you at all. So, guys, those are the three keys elements of a personal transformation. Again, getting clarity for conquest and collaboration, knowing how to love yourself. And this and distributing, taking time to this to manage your time zones correctly. I hope this has been helpful. Go ahead and leave a comment below on what you think about the, you know, the clarity for conquest and collaboration. Let me know what what how you're going to distribute your, your activities and your time zones, and you know what what your thoughts are about how to love yourself with those seven signs of personal love. So thanks again for watching this uh, podcast, and I look forward to seeing you guys on the next one.